You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very good Thursday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for winding with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins lose 4 to nothing. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, all you can ask for is a chance, and the Marlins had a chance, but unfortunately they fall short in the rubber match out here at Petco Park in San Diego, California this afternoon. Padres blank them 4-0. Marlins shut out for the ninth time this season. This is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff and Kelly. Uh, we'll start on the mound today, and then we'll get to the offense, but a, a very frustrating day for Sandy Alcantara, who did not pitch terribly, but when he left this ball game in the bottom of the seventh inning, he was very angry, and he took that glove, and he used it to knock a ton of things over down there in the dugout, but you could tell he was visibly frustrated with his outing this afternoon. And now you always want a player who's going to be frustrated with ta- being taken out the game. You never want a guy to be like, okay, come get me. For Sandy, a guy who takes a lot of pride in finishing what he started at 105 pitches, facing Juan Soto again with a runner on and Tatis Jr. Skip thought it was the time to go to his bullpen, go to the matchup, and go to A.J. Puck, and he made the right decision. Got got Soto to ground out into an inning-inning ground out there to Berger. But Sandy, not thrilled with it. We saw the, the highlights there on the monitor, saw them again on, uh, on Twitter, and he just went to town on everything in that dugout. And y- you like to see the fire. Haven't seen it in a while, but Skip made the right move there. You know, it's maybe even more frustrating, and maybe there's just frustration that's, frustration. Excuse me, that's almost just boiling over. Is that the Marlins this season? And again, Sandy hasn't pitched great all season long. They're now ten and sixteen in his twenty six starts this season, right? I mean, if you reverse that, all of a sudden they're, you know, what nine games over or whatever it would be. Yeah, or seven games over, I guess. But a frustrating day for Sandy, uh, and certainly Kelly. As we take a look at the offense, just a very frustrating day for the offense. Uh, they really just could not get a whole lot going. Four hits today. They leave eight men on base. They did have a chance there in the top of the ninth inning with Hampson and Gurriel at the plate with the bases loaded, but unfortunately could not scratch across the run here this afternoon. You can't wait till the top of the ninth to get something going, right. and that was a problem for the Marlins here today. And it, despite, you know, it's going to be interesting to hear from Sandy after the game. I'm sure he's going to tell you a lot of that. Just internal frustrations. He did leave that one mistake pitch right over the plate, the sinker to Xander Bogarts, and that really opened up the game, and then they collected another one on the RBI from Tatis Jr. that scored former Marlon Garrett Cooper, so I'm I'm sure it's a little bit of everything, and Sandy didn't look bad, but it it doesn't matter if your team can't score your runs, and the Marlins just hadn't been able able to get anything going, and even if you turn around to last night's game, too, outside of the third inning, couldn't get anything going either. It was really just one big inning for the Marlins last night. They won 3 to nothing. a spectacular performance by Jesus Lozardo, who shut them out through six, and then followed by Nardi, Scott, and Robertson to close it out. But the bats last night, outside of that third, only collected two hits in the, in the remaining four innings. So been a little bit of an issue here for the Marlins uh, since that big game one of the road trip in L.A. 
Well, unfortunate ending to the road trip. Marlins do go two and four on the road trip. And the bottom line now is that they're really starting to look up at a, a multitude of teams in the National League wild card race. But uh, there's still plenty of time. There's over 30 games left to play. And we'll see how it all plays out down the stretch for the Marlins. Kelly, as always, great job. And thanks so much for joining me on the road trip. See you next time. All right. That's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game today. And uh, it was Sandy Alcantara versus Seth Lugo. And the Padres jumped out to an early one nothing lead in the bottom of the first inning after a leadoff double by Ha-Sung Kim. Fernando Tatis Jr. grounded out the third. Kim took third on the play, and that brought Juan Soto to the plate in the first. Marlins now willing to concede a run, and here's a ground ball hit to first, past the dive of Josh Bell into right field. It's one nothing Padres on the Soto RBI single here in the bottom of the first. So one nothing. San Diego had the lead, and it would stay that way for quite some time, but again, the uh, the Marlins just could not muster a whole lot. They did strand a couple of runners on base in the second and the fifth inning today. This was a one nothing game going to the bottom of the sixth inning with one out. Sandy Alcantara walked Manny Machado. That would come back to bite him because the next man to bat was Xander Bogarts. There goes Machado. Here's a swing and a drive hit in the air center field. Jazz is going back onto the warning track at the wall and it's gone. Xander Bogarts with his 14th home run of the season. It's a two-run shot for the Padres. They lead three to nothing here in the bottom of the sixth. Sandy would work through the sixth. He would get the seventh. He allowed a leadoff single to Garrett Cooper in the seventh, and then with two outs and Cooper at second, uh, Alcantara was facing Fernando Tatis Jr. The one-two pitch is a line drive to right field. It's picked up by Sanchez. Cooper's going to try to score. Throw comes in towards the plate. It's not in time. It's an RBI two-out single for Fernando Tatis Jr. And we'll see if the day is over now for Sandy Alcantara. The Padres lead 4-0. It was indeed over. Sandy was relieved by A.J. Puck. And when Sandy got back to the dugout, he just started rifling through just about everything he saw in a Gatorade cooler or something plastic or otherwise, uh, he was very upset, and he just started uh, taking care of business down there in the dugout. So a frustrating day for Sandy Alcantara, who went six and two-thirds, allowed four runs, seven hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. On the flip side for the Padres, Seth Lugo went six shutout. Stephen Wilson tossed the perfect seventh. Robert Suarez came out of the bullpen in the top of the eighth inning. He got about halfway towards the pitcher's mound. And the umpiring crew, as is customary, they checked them for sticky stuff. And they found some sticky stuff. And the umpiring crew got together. They tossed him. And I'm telling you what, I haven't seen one like this. He was very nonchalant. He was kind of just like, uh, you got me. And I'm going to hit the showers now. Suarez ejected. Tom Cosgrove came in, tossed a perfect eighth inning. It was 4 nothing going to the top of the ninth. On came Josh Hader in a non-save opportunity. Josh Bell led off the ninth inning with a single. Jazz Chisholm Jr. walked. Jake Berger struck out, but then Brian De La Cruz walked. The Marlins had the bases loaded with one out in the top of the ninth inning. Garrett Hampson came to San Diego this morning in place of Avi Garcia, who's got the left hamstring strain he suffered last night. Facing Josh Hader with some history, he's two for three with a triple lifetime. He struck out swinging for out number two. And then representing the final glimmer of hope for the Marlins today in the top of the ninth inning with the bases loaded with two outs, trailing four nothing was Yuli Gurriel. But that sinker was a good one right in at the knees. And now the count is full. The Marlins are down to their final strike. But they've got the bases loaded with two outs here in the top of the ninth inning, trailing four to nothing. 
This big crowd of 33,640 will come to their feet. They're hoping for one final time. The runners will take off. The 3-2 payoff pitch is swung on. They missed strike three, and the ball game is over. Guriel chases a sinker at 97. He came up empty, and the Padres win the rubber match, and they blank the Marlins by a final score of 4 to nothing. So taking a look at the totals following the rubber match today, Padres win 4 nothing for the Marlins. No runs, four hits, no errors, and eight men left on base. For the Padres, four runs, seven hits, one error. They leave five men on base. Winning pitcher Seth Lugo goes six shutout. He improves the five and six on the season. Alcantara, six and two-thirds, worked into the seventh. He loses. He's now six and 11. The Marlins are now 10 and 16 in his 26 starts this season. Total time of game, two hours and 23 minutes. Here in front of 33,640. Just a beautiful 74-degree summer day here in San Diego, California. With the loss, the Marlins are now 65 and 63. With the victory, the Padres are 61 and 67. Padres still with some hope in the National League wildcard picture. They do have the easiest remaining schedule in the National League. So the Padres win it 4-0. For the Marlins pitching staff today, they strike out four Padres, and that means that $100 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative, the fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say after losing 4 to nothing on Wednesday afternoon to the Padres. How would you assess this start for Sandy? Uh, he will tell you that he's disappointed. Uh, I will tell you that, I mean, he made a couple bad pitches, but it was, uh, it was good. I mean, he was throwing the ball really well against a tough lineup. Um, you know, obviously, he'll probably want that Machado walk back. But other than that, I mean, he threw the ball really, really well. Got a lot of balls on the ground and um, strikeouts when he needed it. Um, you know, we just didn't score. That, this, that's not Sandy. We just, we have not scored lately just on this whole road trip, except for maybe one game. Um, just had trouble scoring any runs. You mentioned he might say he was disappointed. He showed a lot of frustration coming into the dugout, coming out of the game. Did he give you any indication what he was most frustrated about? I mean, yeah, he just – Sandy's frustrated when he gives up runs. I mean, that's why he's frustrated. So, I mean, that's – that's it, this is a high-intensity, uh, intense game against a really good team that, um, you know, we're, we have only 30-plus games left, and he wants to win every single one of them. Of course he's frustrated. There's a lot of guys frustrated. So it's not just Sandy, and there's guys that were upset that just are showing it underneath in the tunnel. So it's not – it's not outside in the in the dugout that most people can see, but I got no problem with guys being frustrated. That's it shows you care, and he cares. And um, you know, if he just sat down and didn't didn't care, then we have a problem. But he cares, and he's frustrated because probably he gave up a uh, you know the Tatis uh, base hit that scored another run. You touched on it, but just the offensive approach last five games, three runs or fewer. Everything since the first game against LA. Just where you seen from the guys? Just how they're. Well, I just said you know the game plan. We're going off of the game, but not going on the game plan that we were uh, talking about before the game and, and when you're swinging at 3-1 curveballs and 2-0 curveballs and um, you know that type of thing and if unless you're actually sitting on that pitch then I got no problem with it but it didn't feel like a couple of the guys were um, you know were, it felt like a couple of guys were just swinging um, and that's uh, that's not who we are as, a, as an offense you know we, we are an offense that has a game plan and attack it um, and we've done it you know a, a really good job of it at times and I just felt like like this trip kind of got away from it, uh, especially this series. Why do you think that's the case that they want to away from it? Because, like you said, like they're, I mean, we were even in the press box, like, hey, he's behind the count. You're swinging every time at the curb. Why do you think that happened? They're humans. 
you know, they, I mean, they're seeing a ball and they're trying to attack it. And, um, you know, they see a, a curveball pop up and they think they can handle it. Um, and uh, it was tough to just take it. And um, I just think that 3-1, some of the really good hitters counts that they were in, um, you know, they saw it. They were just kind of see ball, hit ball, and instead of going with the game plan of, of what they were actually trying to look for. Um, and, you know, again, if they're looking for the curveball, you know, I know Soli was looking for the curveball. He just, you know, didn't hit it. So if that's the case, I'm totally okay with it. And uh, some guys were doing that. They just couldn't, get, you know, put it in play or get any hard contact. And we had five or six line drives that um, were caught. Um, but, you know, for the most part, it just felt like, you know, we were attacking the wrong pitch. Uh, just looking ahead for the next series, getting those still at TBA for the rotation. You're in practice online for the first two games? Yeah, still, t- still TBA. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sandy Alcantara takes the loss. It's his 11th one of the season. He goes six and two-thirds, gives up seven hits, four runs, three punch outs. Let's hear what Sandy had to say after his start. You know, a lot of frustration in the dugout when you came out of the game. What were you most frustrated about? Uh, first of all, I want to say thanks, God, for keeping me healthy in the game. I mean, about everything, you know, no run support, walk, walk people, you know what I mean, Homer, other stuff, and I just get my mind a little bit, you know, hard out, out there, you know, and try to hear everything I got in front of me, so whatever happened, you know, I just got to keep believing myself, you know, and keep doing my best. Well, what was different today versus the last, like, handful of starts where you were in the zone doing what you need to do and looking like yourself? What was different today, maybe versus the last few? I don't know. I think I was missing a lot my spot today, you know. So, I mean, that happened, you know. So, one day you want to be great on the game, you know, run a lot of strides, but today it wasn't for me, you know. So, but I was missing a lot today. You know, the team fighting for a playoff spot, how much does the frustration go into, like, not being able to help get that win today as well to end the road trip like you started it with them? I'm always feedback, you know, always, you know, because my mind every time you just go out there and give the opportunity to my team to win the game, you know, but I mean, they, they don't score any run for me, so I think um, we just gotta keep a limit ourselves, you know, and next time we, we gotta score a lot of runs to win the game. Uh, about a month left, just the sense of urgency with how close the race is, just going down the stretch, just how important is that gonna be as you guys try to, try to get where you guys want to go? You know, just keep ready, you know, keep ready, you know, those think about how many games we got left, so we just gotta get to Miami, you know, off day, try to be Next, next day and try to win the ball city and the man. Sandy, I know obviously you don't want to give up a home run, but in that sixth inning, were you almost more bothered by issuing the walk to Machado than the home run to Bogarts? It looked like, you know, when you were tossing the ball after issuing the walk, there was a little bit of frustration in that moment too. You know, when I when I know I walk people like that I know that I can't strike him out, you know, I'm not saying that I can't strike him out Machado, you know, but I mean, out there, you know, I mean, me and him, we got a really good relationship, you know, but I mean, I just want to win the battle right there, you know, I just whack him, you know, and I feel bad for myself. Did you feel like you made the right pitches to Machado? Because a lot of them caught the zone, actually, that they called the ball. Yeah, you know, I tried to go hard and in, you know, hard and in, you know, and the umpire, they, he don't give me the call, you know, so, well, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sandy. All right, we're off today. We are right back at it on Friday night. Open up a series against the Washington Nationals. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a 640 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 610. As always, we hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.